0: Hello and good morning everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host Mr. Boomstick XL and we have an exciting show for you today. Before we get into introductions which we're going to be on the back half of the show we have a very special guest that was able to lock down 30 minutes uh, to talk about the controversy surrounding Horizon Forbidden West and its a uh, $10 a-hole tax, as some are calling it, mm-hmm. because, folks, it's, it, it seems like Sony might have pulled the rug out or the wool over the eyes of the gaming community. And if you're uninformed, if you're unaware that you can get the PlayStation 5 version for free, well, then you're dropping 70 bucks, which here in New York is seventy six forty three for the same game you can play uh, for 6501 and just get the free upgrade. Listen, we have Rich from Hogue Law Virtual le- Legality here, like he was a couple of weeks ago, and when we were talking about the Activision Blizzard deal. Rich, welcome back to the program, brother. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, it's, it's, it's great. Listen, um, your last video regarding this was so intriguing and so perplexing that I watched it twice and i started watching it a third time because as everyone knows i'm ex law enforcement and i understand the uh the you know the the law when it comes to you know, felonies and misdemeanors. There's a lot of the law that I don't know when it comes to civil legality. And that's what I tune into Rich for. And I think that if you're not already subscribed to his 50,000 plus subscribers, you're doing it all wrong because he does break it down in a way that is very, very understandable. And, of course, most times than not, thought perplexing. Uh, but, Rich, I want to read the tweet that sent the, that sent the internet on fire. This is directly from your official Twitter account. Sure. It says, <laughs> and you said this folks leapt on me uh, for my tweet on this a week ago, but there's no defending this kind of business model from, from the Sony PlayStation folks. They appear to be deliberately confusing the price point in an effort to steal in and power quote unquote. Ten, steal, yes, that's right. Uh, uh, $10 from the uninformed, Duplicity and greed. Now, I want you to elaborate on that because there is, you know, we've seen articles uh, only from a few. Uh, and and listen, I I want to put this out there. This is not me, rich or anybody on this panel, poo pooing the excitement behind Guerrilla Games' Horizon Forbidden West, uh, oh, yeah. sequel to to sequel to one of my most favorite IPs. But we but we're talking about it on today's program. And I brought Rich in specifically for this because it must be spoken about. I'm not going to bury my head in the sand and get in line. Well, Rich, I want you to elaborate on this. And could this at some point cause trouble for Sony?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think what I'm seeing online is that either a lot of folks are still misunderstanding the particular issue here or they're, they're just very staunchly in favor of what Sony is doing. So, I mean, I think this story all goes back to when they were marketing the PlayStation 5 and they had games that were going to come out in the launch window and these included Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, And in a Washington Post interview, Jim Ryan goes out and says, you don't have to worry, there'll be a free upgrade path from the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5 uh, for those games. And when Forbidden West gets its pre-order started, which is in September of last year, there was no free upgrade path. And Sony took a lot of heat for that, uh, that you had to buy a deluxe edition to get the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 upgrade going, et cetera, et cetera. Now, at the same time, as I think we all know, Sony has tried to set the price of PlayStation 5 games at $70 instead of the right. $60 of the PlayStation 4 era. So what happens when that pre-order page goes up is that a lot of people, including myself at the time, if you go find those tweets, say, yeah, you can't do this. You can't go out with a Washington Post article, say it'll be free and then not have that option. Um, And I think what happened, let's get benefit of the doubt to Sony, is they say, well, this got delayed, pandemic delayed for a long time outside the launch window, when I think you could actually debate that, whether we're not still in an elongated launch window for the number of people that can't get this hardware. Uh, But they say, hey, we're outside the launch window. We're going to do it like we are going to do the rest of our games. For instance, what we do know is that Gran Turismo 7, which comes out in a couple of weeks, is going to have a $60 version on the PlayStation 4 or $70 version on the PlayStation 5. And if you want to upgrade, it's going to cost you $10. Correct. But in this particular case, they get called out. Say, hey, Jim Ryan freaking told the public national press outlet it's going to be free. What are you doing? So pretty quickly after that pre-order page goes out, they say, yeah, okay, you're right. Uh, we're not going to charge $10 for the upgrade. We're going to give it to you for free. Um, and uh, this is the last time. Essentially, it's a little bit defensive in that statement. It's it's kind of funny if you go back and and look at it. Yeah, I
0: I, remember it explicitly that basically it was very defensive, for sure. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's very defensive. All right, fine, we'll give this one to you free, but never again. Um, And so what I think happened, if if we're giving full benefit of the doubt to Sony, is that they had a logistical solution to what we have to be honest about. is a terrible back-end system, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 conversion thing. Every game's different. Who knows what's happening at any given time? And and so they said, well, all right, we were going to charge $10 for this. We'll just change that to zero. It'll just be free. But what happens when you combine all of those facts is that there's a $60 PlayStation 4 version that comes with a free copy of the PlayStation 5, while they then elected to simultaneously try to sell you a PlayStation 5 version for $70. Uh, And worse than that, what they wound up doing with their marketing and everything else is that they push the $70 version, including, and this is the big one for me, you sit down, you're not following Breakfast with Boom, you're not following Virtual Legality, you're not reading Washington Post articles from September, 2021. You see some reviews for Horizon Forbidden West, you say, hey, that sounds like a good time. I'm gonna sit down in front of my PlayStation 5, I'm gonna look at what the price is, I'm gonna see the additions, I'm gonna pay for it. And if you do that in front of your PlayStation 5, you will not see the $60 PlayStation 4 version, even though, What you're buying for $70 is at least on the digital side. And there are reasons for people to say, hey, I want a disc, this kind of thing. I like the box. I've seen that as an answer. I like to have PlayStation 5 on the boxes in my library. Okay, (laughs) if that's worth $10 to you, more power to you. But if you're just buying the digital version, you say, "I I want a digital copy of PlayStation 5 Horizon Forbidden West. They are not telling you that they're selling that to you for $60. And you can't find
0: it on the PlayStation 5 because I tried. I had to back end that purchase, and I went through the PlayStation app
1: to buy it. Yeah, the website or the app, which I I don't have the analytics in front of me. I don't know that Sony even shares them. But you have to believe that the bulk of purchases on a PlayStation 5 digitally are through the store. There's very little reason to not use that store. And so PlayStation Mm -hmm. was essentially trying to, one – avoid a false advertising claim from jim ryan's interview to washington post by actually honoring what he said and then two simultaneously while trying to avoid that false advertising claim hiding the fact that they're selling this product for 60 dollars and essentially take 10 dollars for nothing for those especially not those that are watching this not those that are otherwise really really well informed on these topics but so many who are not right zero dawn sold 20 million copies even Correct. the most popular youtuber is maybe getting a million views. So there's a huge bulk of people that are buying these things and saying, hey, all right, it's 70 bucks. I'll pay you $70. Never the wiser that it was actually $60. Uh, And that, to be frank, offended my notions of fairness and justice. I love Sony. I have a PlayStation 5. I I love all the consoles. But that doesn't mean that these folks don't make mistakes. Every single one of these companies, every company in every industry makes a mistake from time to time. Uh, and so I called that out. I said, look, this looks like deception to me. Let's take a look at the standards for what deceptive advertising, deceptive marketing actually are. And in that video that I did, I said, I, you can be your own judge. This looks to me like this is a potentially a problem. And then what turned out happening is that that video became part of the story. Mostly this is reported on as lawyer lambasts. Yes, criticizes, or Yes, called I, out saw, I saw those headlines. I, I wasn't. This is not my intent when I do virtual reality. I mean, I, it's fine. It's what I've said, uh, but that's that's how it's been portrayed. And I, I get emails and I get notes uh, about various things now uh, from those. So that's that's the that's the baseline, right? That's what happened, and then you wind up asking yourself, well, is it is it deceptive, right? I mean, would you change your purchasing decision if you knew that you could buy it for sixty dollars? I offered in that video that I thought everybody would give or yes. take. And apparently that's at least a bit erroneous from the comments would say, oh, Sony deserves it. I'll give them 70. Same answer I give to those people is, hey, I'm sure Sony will accept your donations. You give them whatever you like, but All let's right. talk about how they're marketing their actual products for the rest of us. Uh, and so that that's the baseline. And I'm happy to answer any questions you or anybody else has. But I mean, it's it's not I, I don't think it is necessarily Sony going out and twirling its mustache and saying, ha ha but they didn't do what they should have done in order to make this not deceptive. Uh, They got caught with their pants down. They, I think resented being called out for what they thought was, you know, the value that they put forth in this game uh, and what Jim Ryan said to the Washington post now, you know, getting close to two years ago. Uh, So I don't think they liked that. They had to do this thing to avoid, you know, other legal problems. Uh, And so they hit the ball. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen,
0: to your point, I had the Collector's Edition uh, pre-ordered, and I, I canceled it uh, for a couple of reasons, one of which is I'm not going to support this kind of behavior. Uh, I, I love Sony's first-party games. Everyone that yep. follows this channel knows that I own a PlayStation 5 because I love the over-the-shoulder, story-driven, adult-themed game that looks like the other game that released before it because they tell great single-player stories, and I'm a single-player. I'm an OG like that, so I sure. like single-player games uh what i don't like is the way that you have people in this community as well as and, and this is what's disappointing uh what you've seen uh, and you, you you've you've actually talked about this in many of your videos because i watch your content all the time when microsoft makes a mistake they are as your words lambasted by the media they, they go out of their way because we understand that hating microsoft at some point was <laughs> great for business Great for clicks, great for likes, great for subs. I understand that. I will never, I will never hate on a product to get subs. I'll just, I'll quit the business before that happens. Uh, Kay Asante, who just actually just dropped a uh, super chat in here. He and I have been talking about this, and he he actually is the one that kind of made made up my mind for me so to speak about the collector's edition he says if you want change boom you have to be part of that change and he said i'm not going to give sony seventy dollars or more for a game that i can get the same game for sixty dollars now uh paul tassie who everyone knows wrote an article for forbes and the title article uh is warning buying the playstation 4 horizon forbidden west version for the ps5 has pros and cons And he wrote them down. He broke them down, Hoag, and this is what he said. He said the PlayStation 4 version of Forbidden West is $60. The PS5 version of Horizon Forbidden West is $70. If you purchase the PS4 version, you get the free upgrade for the PS5. So why would you pay? the the extra ten dollars as a playstation 5 owner he says this the answer is apparently there is no reason there is no fundamental difference between the versions leading most players to figure out that sony's uh uh, next-gen price hike can easily be avoided by simply buying the last-gen version and upgrading at launch right and he he is on to something and you know something look i i understand that i'm not uh a corporate lawyer but I'm going to tell you from a practicality uh, uh, conversation, this sounds absolutely wrong. And I, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with a lot of the media for not calling Sony out for this kind of behavior. Because, they. What, if, if, again, this is a small show. We're only at 10,000 subs for the channel. And um, I, 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 you talked about it uh, specifically. You're at 50,000 subs, which is amazing. I, I I think it's it's necessary for may, many of the bigger sites to call Sony out for this because they had no problem calling out Microsoft when they – look 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 what happened when they were going to raise Xbox Live Gold to $120 a year. The uh, industry, I have a video on that. Yeah, um, you sure yeah, do no, have a video on that. Yeah, you yeah. called them out. I called them out. Everybody on this panel called them out. But this is, it may not be eggs, I mean, apples to apples, but there is still, there, there's still deceptive behavior here. Hogue, wh- wh- why don't you think more people are, are, are talking about it?
1: Um, you know, that to me is hard to say. I mean, I will say for this story, uh, you could see it coming. You could see it from when they reversed. Uh, if you thought about it logically, it's like, well, they're going to have to handle what they were planning to do differently is the, is the normal thought. Um, and I would assume even up those prices. That's, that's what I had assumed in September. When you started to see that they weren't going to do that, you could, you could see uh, on the wall ahead, well, if you're going to have these different prices, then this is effectively taking advantage of those that don't you know, follow all these stories and those kinds of things. Um, so I think that maybe there was a little bit more percolation. I actually don't know if the big sites wound up covering it uh, in that big kind of five-month period at all. Uh, about that price difference. You do get kind of Forbes, Paul Tassi. I, and then I have to admit, I was surprised that my saying anything wound up being kind of the linchpin for at least what I would call kind of the the middle tier of of video game outlets covering this. I, I still don't think IGN or GameSpot or or Polygon or Kotaku or any no. of those have gone into too much depth nope, on this. they have
0: not. And we know that they are heavily backed by Sony. So that does not surprise me that they don't want to piss off the money man so to speak so yeah I get
1: that but I mean it's it's I, to me it's you don't have to frame it as lawyer lambast you can just say as a public service announcement even hey folks 60 bucks I mean the original reason for my video is you know yes I I titled it YouTube style don't buy Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West on PlayStation 5 I put that big it wasn't like fine print or anything like that but I meant it I meant hey look it's 10 bucks. Yes. And, and then people come into my comments and say well if, if you can't afford 10 bucks what are you doing I was like well I, I can't afford 10 bucks but I don't make donations to multinational technology companies for the hell of it yeah uh, so and when you stake ten dollars and and what I use as an example in one of the interviews I gave was uh, and you pretend like all 20 million in sales for horizon zero Dawn, would th- this be applicable to It's 200 million dollars. <laughs>
0: Yes. And, and it's
1: not going to be that much because the PlayStation 4 is the bigger uh, base. But even if you assume it's $50 million, right, this is a big deal. Sony does this and goes and gets that money for giving you the same product that you otherwise would have gotten. That's worth discussing, even if you don't want to call Sony out, just to say, hey, people, save $50 million. Keep it in your pocket. Yeah. This is what's happening. This is how they've done it. Sony has made it frictionful. And I think that's deliberate. You have to go through the app. You have to go through the web. We're going to talk to you about the $70 version in all those instances first so that if you don't know anything about this, you don't really have reason to scroll down. Standard edition, $70, okay. And then I, I, I think you could have presented that in those other outlets that way. And then you know maybe it's not Hogue that's the story that's being spread around. But either way, I can't answer that question for you. I did notice, for instance, that the news video from IGN yesterday was sponsored by Sony PlayStation and Horizon yep. Forbidden West. And it's like, well, it's very difficult. And I know they've got firewalls between editorial and commercial and things like that, but it is very difficult to have that video in that sponsorship say, Hey, Sony's getting called out. Even if you were going to frame it against me or, or otherwise make me the symbol of the story, you can't, you can't really do that in that context, or at least yes. it's very—it's very difficult to. It,
0: it, it's like walking on eggshells, trying yeah. not to. Yeah, and crack
1: I like them. a lot of IGN reporters. I think a lot of them do a good job. I'm on a show with an IGN reporter, um, but I—I I do think there's some there's some of that there. I, why wouldn't you mention this to people? At bare minimum, it's a consumer service. You don't have to call them yes. deceptive. You don't have to say they're going to be hauled before a court on any of this stuff. You just say, hey, in case you didn't know, sixty bucks. And the more voices that say that, the better. Like I, That's what was most important to me is you get more outlets saying $60. Don't just give Sony 10 extra dollars. And the more you can get that out there, uh, the more fair it is. I think Sony's acting deceptively and unfair uh, on this stuff. But most importantly is keep the $10 in your pocket.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Now, listen, uh, what I want to do, Hog, is I know we have you for only another 12 minutes. So oh, yeah. I want to grab your attention and I want to I, I just want to, gra- you know, the, the panel will give their opinions about this. And I think a lot of them have a lot to say. But because yeah. we have you on limited time, I, I want you to just I know a video is coming. I know you're working on it, as we know but i got to talk about Ubisoft and what they had to say regarding <laughs> uh, i'm not doing a
1: video on that that's such a silly non story i mean <laughs> I, maybe if it becomes a bigger deal, I can but yeah tell t- tell the folks what they said because it's just so wild to me that this became a news item
0: yeah it, well basically what they kind of threw out there and they're one of the big they're one of the big ones right this uh-huh. this isn't this isn't uh, uh you know uh uh platinum games saying they want to be acquired. this is Ubisoft saying that they're going to entertain it but Yves Gilman, uh, of, of who is the CEO of, of, of Ubisoft, he says this. Uh, we will continue to, ha- to have access to oh, wait, Hold on a sec. That was the wrong quote. Let me see. Where, where was it that he said? Basically, yeah. What, what he said during this interview is that they are going <clears> to, <throat> pardon me, continue to act independent. But they would certainly look over uh, anyone potentially wanting to uh, acquire them. Now you you call it a non-story, yeah, I, and I and I to somewhat I agree, but I I still think that there is something here because it's it's Ubisoft. It, it's 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 not a single entity like a Bungie or like a Platinum Games or an Avalanche Studios or Crystal Dynamics. This is this is one of the the premier uh,
1: developers. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so I think the most important thing to understand from corporate law land. Uh, And this is a French company, so we'll give a disclaimer, not a French lawyer, but most of these uh, Western democracy company uh, laws have at least similar features, that in, in corporate law land, you've got a board of directors. The board of directors is ostensibly in charge of how the company operates. It hires the officers, it does these various kinds of things, but importantly, the board doesn't own the company the stockholders own the company. That's who's given their capital to actually make the company function, which means that the board is what we call a fiduciary. They have an obligation to keep safe and hopefully grow the assets of other people that have been entrusted with their care. As part of that, one of the things that a board of directors has to do is review and consider whether any given acquisition offer will be in the best interest of the company. So when you take these quotes together, they say, we're strong in our independence. We have a portfolio of IP that we think protects us from any kind of people trying to just jump in and buy us. But what Eve says at the end is, the board will, of course, review anything that is presented to it, as it must, in corporate law land. So when I say it's a non-story, I say that quote, that quote is probably said by a board member. In any given context, of course, we're not going to violate our legal duties if somebody's to present a a particular uh, offer to us. Now, that was compared in places like Game Industry Biz to the fact that they were adamantly against the Vivendi potential hostile takeover. But I think what's important to understand about the Vivendi thing is that Vivendi kept creeping up their capital table. They kept going up. I remember that. But they never did anything formal they never presented anything to the board. They never hit the percentage to actually have a tender offer. So what you had then was Eves, the board, some big stockholders and investors essentially saying, don't you dare come above 30% because that's going to trigger all this hostile takeover tender offer stuff. And we're going to stay independent. We don't want you to purchase us. But that's completely distinct from had Vivendi put together a term sheet in a package, the board would have 100% had to consider it. And the board can reject it, but you have to consider it, which is all Eves is committing to there. Now you can argue that he's out there trying to signal he's interested in acquisition, but I really think that's reading too much in to a statement that is just, I'm going to comply with the laws that otherwise govern how I behave. Uh, so that that's how I see it. Uh, and certainly reasonable minds can differ. It's what we say in virtual legality, uh, but I really don't think he was trying to signal much of anything with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, look again. It's 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 it's, with the acquisition talk being so hot right now, for him to get involved, it's definitely they want to be a part of the conversation. There's no doubt about it. Um, What I didn't, what I learned is the amount of employees that they have is is double what uh, uh, Microsoft has with all of their studios plus Activision Blizzard, which is bonkers. I don't know who would who would want to take on such. Oh, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, just if you if you look if you're reading the tea leaves, do you think because they are they will entertain the possibility of selling? Do you see someone like an Amazon potentially coming in and 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 buying them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, look, I think Amazon and and some of the tech giants have an interest in furthering investment in gaming, and I think they should. Gaming is uh, a big deal and getting bigger all the time, uh, but. Uh, Yeah. I mean, just imagine that, right? So let's say we we know Ubisoft and I don't have any idea what their market cap is right now. Let's just use a round number. is worth $20 billion. And if it's worth $20 billion, the market cap says that, the assets say that, whatever. And somebody comes in and says, board of directors, we're really interested in you, $100 billion. Then the board can't just shut that down and say, no, because we like our jobs as the board or we like our jobs as management. They are fiduciaries for the stockholders that in that particular case is getting offered a ludicrous amount of money for what their assets actually are. And they have to, at minimum, present that concept to the stockholders. Uh, And so, yeah, anybody with a huge cash reserve can come in and blow away a board of directors. I mean, they just can. Um, But will they? That's an open question. Amazon's had some success with their own stuff and now publishing stuff with Lost Ark. Um, So they might continue to go down that road. Amazon's, you know, looking at losing billions of dollars on the terrible Lord of the Rings adaptation. I apologize. I know I haven't seen it, but I hated no, that. No, but it, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of right there with you. I, I, I just I'm hated a... that teaser. It was just a joke. Uh, I very much hope it's a wild success. But good God, that's a hell of a financial bet for Amazon. So yeah, I mean, they they make those bets. Who knows? Um, and Ubisoft is, in my opinion, the next likely domino to fall. In so far as it's the one that you constantly see. On the top of third party published success stories, right? However, you feel about UBI game, Assassin's Creed is very popular. Indeed. Rainbow Six is very popular. They've got popular brands that do very well. Yeah. Um, and so, if you're looking to expand and if you're looking to counter or participate in, you know, hey, we just bought Activision Blizzard, Ubisoft to me is the next likely candidate. Uh, but will they get sold? They've been notoriously independent for their entire lives as as game company. For those that don't know, Yves Guillemot, it's essentially a family business that they expanded out into a much bigger enterprise. So they have vested emotional and personal stakes uh, in control of Ubisoft. And usually that can spell trouble uh, talking about acquisitions. So I think it's an odd story. I don't necessarily begrudge people who think it's more important uh, than I do. I'm I'm just a guy, uh, but it would surprise me if that was signaling any specific uh, Ubisoft acquisition or acquisition desire. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, listen, time is going to tell for sure. And I would imagine that, we're going to be coming around to this conversation because acquisitions isn't something that's going to go away. I, th- I think it's going to be the story of 2022, because I, I mean, we've heard Sony is far from being done. We know Microsoft is a is a you know, they're they're kind of painted themselves into a corner because the Activision Blizzard deal uh, must get done. That's obviously paramount to their future plans specifically not so much on console more more so mobile and pc because when you think about uh what they're going to do with king and what they're going to do with what blizzard means to the uh pc community this sure. is this is this is incredibly important but i it, I, I cannot wait to see who gets what next obviously the last time you were here we talked about microsoft potentially picking up a studio or two and whether mm-hmm. or not that's still a possibility and you you said that it is and i agree with sure. you um obviously uh studios are much easier to uh, be acquired than than entire publications like a, a blizzard activision which we believe uh should happen hopefully by the end of the year i mean we'll we'll see but Well, you know, whether or not that the regulatory uh, uh, bodies decide they want a a second or even a third look into this. So it's going to be interesting. But, Hogue, listen, again, it's you're you're coming in on a time. we got to get you out of here. I want you to sell your brand by all means, brother. Thank you so much for dropping it. Uh, like it was hot, so to speak, uh, and uh, you pr- providing information that we all could understand. It, it's, it's, it's very legal beagle, so to speak, but you break <laughs> it down in a way that makes it fun to listen, and that's what you do on your show. Tell everyone about virtual legality and where they can uh, subscribe to your incredible YouTube channel.
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, I, as always, thank you for accommodating me. I know I have short windows on this kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, Virtual Legality is the show about video games, pop culture, technology, software, and more. We cover a lot of topics there through the lens of business and law. So if you liked what you just heard in terms of conversations, check us out, youtube.com slash Hoag Law, H-O-E-G-L-A-W. You can find Virtual Legality there. You can occasionally find me reviewing things like, you know, Spider-Man movies uh, and whatnot. Uh, you got a YouTube channel. You got to use it in uh, various fashions. And uh, you can also follow me on Twitter where... Uh, I'm talking significantly more about these kinds of things as well as a lot of other stuff that you may or may not be interested in. Uh, and that's at Hoglaw as well. But as always, I appreciate it. I certainly appreciate uh, the, uh, the ability to, to pitch over to my channel. And, and thank you so much for having me.
0: Ah, it's always a pleasure to work with you, brother. We will definitely get you on here again. Hopefully the next time we can have you hang out a little bit longer. But, Hogue, once again, brother, love the work that you do. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us today on this Friday morning. And we'll see you in your next video.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You got it,
0: brother. All right, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into introductions, and I'm going to catch up on some of the Super Chats, because there's been quite a few of them, and we'll start first with Crispy Bond. Crispy, I know you're going to have a lot to say on the Sony shenanigans. Uh, uh, Again, Hogue brought up an incredible point, uh, one of which I intended to bring up, uh, and that is IGN. Uh, IGN obviously uh, had a segment yesterday that was sponsored by uh, horizon zero uh, horizon forbidden west and that obviously is owned by sony and playstation and it makes sense uh that why they would not challenge this ten dollar uh controversy but it also makes them look like they are sellouts uh and i and listen I, I i don't i don't dislike ign i just dislike some of the things that they do and they don't do and like some of the other bigger outlets that are are funded by sony's money uh, we didn't see any of the big outlets talk about this. And and this is something just as, as, as something as simple as a public service message. Hey, folks, don't be fooled. Sony is giving the PlayStation 5 version uh, away for free. Don't give them 70 bucks. And there are people in this community challenging that i've actually seen things like hey i, w- I want to give money back to the devs don't be that boob because you sound like a knucklehead if you say that because they're are conglomerate that has billions and billions of dollars and they don't they, they of course they care about your ten dollars but they don't care about you so stop thinking that but please welcome back brother how you feeling
2: oh great and uh it was great to have hogan it's it's wild that people are defending this I, if if microsoft was doing this we'd we, oh, it, we're, it, it, we're 100%. In front page. Oh yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're going to go back around into it, but it's great to be here and we got some fire topics.
0: Yes. Well, it's great to have you a part of today's show because I know you're going to get really raw and uncut. So welcome and uh, fuzzy. Welcome back, brother. I know you're going to have a lot to say about this because uh, <laughs> as Everborn Saga, friend of this program, friend of the community, calls this the a-hole tax, the $10 <laughs> for Sony. And even he has broken down and bought it in fear of something not you know, sixty dollar versions not getting something that the seventy dollar version uh, and, and, and that in itself is the problem. And I think we have to discuss it and we will discuss it in a proper manner. How are you feeling? Welcome to the show.
3: I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. Great to have everybody here today and having Ho come on here earlier. Man, oh man, I'm up here downloading the uh the free update now. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. It, it's taking a little bit longer than expected, but other than that, uh I, I got yeah, I got a lot to say on this one as a former e commerce guy. So yeah. It's,
0: it's yeah, well, we will get into it. And last and no way least, Dreadpool. What's going on, brother? Welcome back to the program. I heard the crack of whatever it was that you were drinking right before we went live. Hopefully you enjoyed that. And I know you're going to have a lot to say, obviously, because you understand what big business is all about. And this is a uh, crime. Uh, it, it may not be a felony uh, to uh, like you would for the law, but it's it certainly a crime against its fan base, and certainly the uninformed are going to fall victim to this $10.
4: Yes. Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, just an FYI, I had some biscuits and gravy this morning. Excellent. Made Delicious. it myself. Did not buy it anywhere except for, you know, the pre-made stuff so that cooked the rest of it. But regardless, I made it myself. Well, um, good. Excellent. And I'm going to say, um, keyword Ethics ethics that's we're going to get into that because ethics do
0: mean something at least they mean something to us i don't know if it means anything to sony but we will talk about it yes well listen we're going to come back around to you momentarily but let's 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 open up with uh the super chats uh, the first one of the day comes to us from our good brother Boxenberg. he drops a two pound super chat and says Hogue has uh, some of the most thoughtful content on YouTube indeed brother and thank you for the super chat uh, sorry I couldn't read it when he was here like we we're, we're, we were literally limited to 30 minutes with him and I had to make sure we got in and out Jacob Novik drops a very generous $5 super chat and says did anyone in the panel see Bandai's tweet I've walked the lands between the PlayStation headquarters I wonder if there's a trophy." for this accomplishment yes my friend we are talking about that on the back end of the ubisoft because there are rumors folks that sony sie playstation has in fact acquired bandai namco and that announcement is supposed to drop next week that is what the kids on the interwebs are saying we'll see whether or not that comes to fruition we also have K. Asante, who I talked about before, a good friend and, of course, panel member to Primetime Gaming. He drops a five-hour super chat and says, morning, boom and panel. I've been beating this drum for weeks on Twitter and on my show. Respect to Ho for putting this on the people's radar. Indeed, uh, bold alpha wolf, generous friend of the show. Uh, he drops a five-hour super chat and says, question. I ha- the question I have is, is the next-gen version really worth it? when most editions on any title have been $60 retail the answer is no and this is this, this what we're seeing here for us today folks is why so, it, it, it's clear that the $10 advancement is simply just to take $10 more of your money because they could offer a free upgrade via smart delivery that Microsoft does with all of their games and instead they are charging us for a playstation 5 version and basically what they charge for is what you paid for the you've already paid for the console they're pay you're paying that ten dollars so you can use haptic feedback and you can get all of these extra bells and whistles but i i kind of paid for that already through buying the console i don't know why i got to continue paying it but you know if i want playstation games i'm going to have to pay the 70 bucks or wait for a sale and usually i wait for the sale today i didn't wait because all i had to pay was 60 bucks which is great but Let's uh continue. We have bunty generous friend of the show. He drops a five-hour super chat and says, "Remember my story, Boom? I'm glad I don't have to deal with it no more. But I remember. If you recall, Sony charged me twice and didn't give me my refund. Yeah, I do remember that, brother. And that is again, it's illegal. It's it's what they're doing is. Uh, here's another story for you. I'm sure you guys might have heard it before. My brother Neo Mental. Had pre-ordered Destiny 2 on the PlayStation 4 and on the Xbox. And two months with the camera. Two, two months before the release of the game, he wanted to cancel it. PlayStation Customer Service told him he couldn't cancel a pre-order. He then went through his bank and had the had the, the charge reversed. And he explained to the bank that this is, was illegal i there's a pre-order i don't have the game and you know what sony did sony blocked his account that's right folks the only way he was able to unlock his account was to buy the game and if that doesn't sound illegal to you then you obviously don't understand the word illegal but let me continue Nightwolf3186 drops a very generous 5 dollars super chat and says, Hey, boom, miss you guys sneaking into the chat this morning while at work. Hey, dude, great to have you here, brother. Thank you for the generosity. He says, um, love these topics. I may opt to buy a physical Horizon. Yeah, If you wait two weeks, you'll probably get it for 40 bucks, and that's the truth. Uh, we also have uh, Spider-Man drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, Phil is nicer than me. Not only would I make Call of Duty exclusive, I would do a background check on the new Xbox Series X owners and if I see you're a Sony <laughs> you're a Sony pony, <laughs> then you get banned for two years for playing quality on Xbox. Yeah, man. I mean, it's funny. It's funny to say, but it's it's business. We all understand that. I think he's just jiving. Uh, Outbreak Podcast drops a very generous $2 Super Chat and says, Ho, never disappoints. Amazing panel, top and top. Well, thanks, Dave. Definitely appreciate you being here. But Crispy, we got to get to you first on this, brother. Uh, this is, uh, again, it's, 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 a, it's a bit perplexing that we do not have more of the media outlets that have nailed Microsoft to the cross, so to speak, on numerous occasions, uh, not challenging Sony for doing what is a, a terrible disservice to their fans. Uh, and and, and Ho broke it down. He said that if you go to the PlayStation 5, you can only find the PlayStation 5 version. They completely remove the ability uh, for you to buy the PlayStation 4 version or even tell you, hey, amazing community that supports us, the uh, the version is free. All you got to do is buy the PlayStation 4 version, and because we love you, we'll give you it. No, they found a way to pull it from the store and only offer it on the app or the website, which is a load of
2: shit. Pardon my French. What are your thoughts? oh it's like why are you defending this it's it, let's let's bring it back a little bit here um i have three broken elite controllers okay xbox has a lawsuit against them because of the elite controller do you think i'm defending xbox about this absolutely not i have three of them that have the same problem all three of them have broken bumpers it is a problem in how they built the controller, the components of the controller. It, it's it's one of those things like you bought a PlayStation 5. If you have a PlayStation 4 and there's an upgradable way, it should be for nothing, okay? This is, this is like, you know, if I buy a Elite controller, you're telling me I got to pay $10 to unlock the bumpers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bought the Elite controller to have the bumpers. Okay? You know, to, to have this and that. Like, it's like the haptic feedback. I mean, they are Sony is not making somebody like me say, oh, I got to get a PS5. Because you can look at the games and say, wow, they, they look great. They're amazing. But your your business practices are just horrible. And, and you basically throw your consumers to the wolves and say, hey, deal with it. It's, it's, it's uh, you got to deal with it. This is Sony. This is what we do. And they just continue to do it. And Instead of calling it out, you know, the media will will trample all over Microsoft when they have something bad going on. But Sony, it's like, oh, hush, hush. Let's throw it under the rug. Nobody knows about it. Let's be quiet. And it's like, you know, you could say what you want. You could say, oh, you guys are always bashing Sony. You know what? I mean, explain to me why you go on your PS5 and you can't. Why didn't they just sell it in general for just $60? I mean, why not do that? You know, we don't talk about these things on the side because that's the truth. Like, we games upgraded. Guess what? It's upgraded. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not even like we have to sit there and and jump through hoops. And and I don't understand why, you know, they treat their consumers like this. And this is this is why I don't have a PSY. I haven't even tried. I, I just I, I don't feel that they they will ever understand how to treat consumers. And until they show me otherwise. I have no plans to get a PS Five.
0: Yeah, I mean you're 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 onto something. You know, you you say something as as simplistic as how do they treat their customers like this, and and, and that is that is a great that that's a great question. Uh, it you makes know. it makes you wonder whether or not they actually care. Because look, I I I I totally understand. Like like they, they there is no doubt. That when they when, when they, they were kind of caught red-handed, so to speak, that they had no choice but to make this right. Because people were pissed. People were questioning them. Even some of the bigger sites didn't be like, hey, you know, we're calling Sony out for this, because they Sony money hats them. We we know we, we know for a fact that IGN is money hatted by Sony. And I'm not stupid. I understand it's a business. And I understand you gotta have your um your bread buttered coming from somebody, but to, to 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 kind of look the other way when something is completely wrong. I mean that that's straight up it's just wrong. There's there's no other way to put it. It is wrong. And the only way to, to to have fixed it is exactly what they did is offer the free version. But to hide that free version, to hide that information, remember what what Hogue said, we are not the normies. We we know about these things because we read the Forbes articles, right? We go to these podcasts and we listen to pong soul and Kay Asante and dealer gaming and Randall Thor and, and Jez cordon we, 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 we listen to their show so we are well informed but the misinformed are going to are going to lose out in that ten dollars if someone uh, that just found uh, looks at sees this is trending and they see wow that horizon game that looks incredible oh there's a female lead this is great dinosaur transformers this is I'm buying it they go home to their PlayStation fives and they potentially just queue up to 70 bucks or the, or the $90 uh, digital deluxe edition, which I don't even know what actually, what it comes with, but I, I got the regular cheap Charlie $60 version from the play from the PlayStation app. I, I, I think there is a lot to be said about how they stress Using the PlayStation Five and and, and haptic feedback in the controller and and all the bells and whistles with the PS Five as to making us pay the extra ten dollars when in in, in reality there is no difference from the PlayStation Four version uh, to the PlayStation Five version other than visuals uh, it, it, it's 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 ridiculous and and it, 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 you know listen it 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 is what it is. Uh, I'm not buying Gran Turismo Five. Uh, I know that they're not offering a free upgrade. When that game's thirty bucks, I'll buy it. Um, and outside of that, I, I've come to the realization that how I'm going to challenge this is I'm no longer going to buy Sony uh, games day one. That's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna. I, I might suffer a little bit of FOMO not getting the next Uncharted, um, but I, I I I I feel that if I continue paying this extra money for 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 product that that that's you know it's not saying that's not worthy of it because they, i love their stuff but that extra ten dollars is bs and everyone knows it uh and i think sony knows it as well but uh anything else you'd like to add to this conversation there chris before we move on to fuzzy
2: you know i, I just look at it this way just what you said the haptic feedbacks like remember we covered this okay how they were they were kind of tying it behind that ten dollar paywall that's even worse than than the visuals and they say they built them from the ground up i call bullshit on that okay I I think you're doing the same type of stuff that Xbox is doing. You're just, you're trying to make that $10 because at the end of the day, you're not going to fully redevelop the game. Give me a break. You know what I mean? So, you know, the cost alone would be astronomical. So I I, I just, I don't see the justification of it. And, you know, more people need to call it out because they're just going to continue to do it. And and they're going to do it in shadier and shadier ways, the way it's looking. So, you know, if you bought a PS5 and you got, you got to pay extra for all the features that you should have anyway. I mean, there's a problem there. I'm sorry. There is a problem,
0: and the only way that problem is going to be rectified is if we, as a community, step forward and let them know that it's a problem. Because again, I, I don't, I don't want to turn this into us versus them and green versus blue. I, I don't want to do that. But I, 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 I gotta say it because if I don't, I'm gonna be aggravated with myself that I didn't say it right now even currently with all of the great things that microsoft continues to do with smart delivery and the way that they treat their customers the way that their 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 um ceos continue to interact with the normies like the, you know phil spencer liking a tweet for me is you you'll never see that on sony and all the good that they continue to do you would think would warrant Uh, That when they did something wrong, someone would be like, hey, listen, you know, what happened here before nailing them to the cross. But that's still not the case. It is certainly an us versus them mentality. Even today, even through as much as Microsoft continues to be the good guy of the industry, they still are the ones that people go after. Sony does something wrong, and 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 I've seen it. I'm I'm reading it online myself. Oh no, I want to I want to get back to the. I, I love uh, Guerrilla Games, so I want to give them the extra dollars. They deserve it. <laughs> what? Listen, I'm all, I'm all for developer first guy too, but don't be a don't be an idiot. I'm sorry. Don't don't defend stupidity because that's exactly what we're defending here. But listen, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this. You, I know you have a lot to say, and I know that from uh from a, a, a m- many of the businesses that. Uh, Dreadpool's involved in. He's going to have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Is is there an excuse that be that can be given that is okay to charge ten dollars more?
3: Uh, if people are willing to pay it, uh, sure. <laughs> take take every opportunity to do that that extra tax or or however you want to look at it. Me, on the other hand, <clears throat> I worked for an e-commerce company that was in the automotive industry, and one of the things that we've always had as a back and forth debate was putting like a coupon code on the site. Us being enthusiasts of vehicles, we were like, yeah, put the coupon code because otherwise people are going to shop elsewhere where it might be less. The argument from the executives were, if you put a coupon code, that means that the people might bounce from the site and search other places or search for coupon codes to implement there. When it comes to, you know, searching on the Internet, most of the time you search by price. So it it really doesn't matter if they bounce from the site or not. They're going to look for the lowest price no matter what. So if you can give them that value, do so. So in Sony's case, when you have that free upgrade, they should have just made this game 60 from get-go. If you look at, like, Miles Morales, when you did the bundle, it was $50. Yes, I know Miles Morales was a smaller experience in comparison to, like, the full 2018 Spider-Man. But nonetheless... Proportionally, the pricing seemed to be in line with it being a lesser expensive overall deal in comparison to with, you know, Forbidden West. It it doesn't make sense for them to to try to, you know, squeeze every nickel and dime out of their customers when you want to do a a, a great thing for your fan base from a PR uh, perspective. Just make them both sixty dollars. It's like, you know what? We screwed up. Our messaging was a little confusing. Here you guys go. Um, you know, Go ahead and pick it up on the PS5 for 60 or at least have that option to pick it up on your PS5 for $60. But um, I don't know. I, just, I don't understand the defense of it because those same people that are defending it, I guarantee you when they shop online, if there's a coupon code box, they're searching for coupon codes or they're trying to find a lower price beforehand. I, I, I may come from an older time where we used to clip out coupons from the newspaper and stuff before you go grocery shopping and all. And a lot of times that's all in like an app for the grocery stores these days. But I, I don't understand the mentality behind it. Like, OK, you want to give the devs the extra money. Uh, Sony is not going to give. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you. Sony's not going to give the devs the extra ten dollars. It's not going directly to Gorilla. It's going directly to Sony. That is and then correct. they'll distribute it how they feel. Right. So the whole thought that, oh, I'd rather, you know, take care of the devs, eh, that's not how it works. It, it, they're part of Sony. Sony gets the cut, and then they figure out who gets that part of the cut. And a lot of times it's their shareholders or, or the, whatever other event uh, ventures that they look to do in business that may not even be gaming related. So uh, save the $10. Yes, it's a couple of extra steps, but those couple of extra steps may take you, what, two whole minutes versus, you know, I, I, I don't know. $10 to me in, in two minutes, I, I would rather save that no matter what. But, you know, uh, people are going to spend their money how they want. And when somebody, you know, brings you, you know, a way to save a couple extra bucks, don't jump down their throat. Just be like, uh, you know, I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm fine. That's fine. Spend more than you have to if you want. I'm pretty sure when you go to buy a car, you see that sticker price and you're like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to pay. You know what? Oh, there's a $5,000 markup because it's a special edition car. It's a GT, you know, a Shelby GT500. Yeah, yeah, I'll pay that $10,000 markup. No problem. No, that's not how it works. I mean, maybe if you got more money than brains. Sure. But (laughs) outside (laughs) of that, the, the most wealthiest people I've known don't even buy things new a lot of times. They, they let the... You the know, rich stay rich the,
0: by being cheap. That is exactly. A, that is a fact. That's not even a suggestion, dude.
3: But um, yeah, I, I just hope when people point out stuff that your favorite brand is doing wrong, you evaluate it and you could either agree or disagree, but... Don't try and defend a bad practice. That, that's all I got to say.
0: <laughs> that's that's a great point. And I want to bring Dreadpool in on the conversation. Dreadpool, you've heard what everyone had to say. You heard what Hogue had to say. Uh, I I love the way uh, it was framed just now. Uh, have, have your opinion, but don't defend a bad practice or, in some cases, an illegal practice. The extra $10 gets you literally nothing. Literally, it gets you nothing. Okay? what are your thoughts on this how, how how come more of the media isn't calling out sony for this this is egregious folks listen i i, I get it oh boom it's only ten dollars okay but it all it's that these how these little things start and i cannot listen when microsoft dropped the ball last year and they came out and they said hey 120 dollars for xbox live gold I was one of the first Xbox dudes to get out there and be like, you know what, Phil? If you're going to watch this, you, you got to make this right. This is wrong. This is wrong on a, a gazillion levels because what you're doing is you, now you're attempting to push the people into Xbox Game Pass. Now, I'm not saying that they, that, you know, that you shouldn't have Xbox Game Pass. You, you absolutely should because it's just inherent value is is bonkers. But when you make a move like that, you are forcing. People to move over to it and i i condemned it and what did they do within 24 hours they apologized they made it right and probably who did that is fired just saying i don't know for sure but whoever made that call is probably no longer with microsoft this uh, is this is not right dread what what are your thoughts on this
4: yeah whoever did that probably uh went back to training uh they didn't get fired um <laughs> maybe
0: maybe corporate training
4: no, seriously, it's it's usually what happens. Uh, you don't immediately get fired for a stupid mistake. Uh, depending on how much it costs, um, you're just you're just a little pee in the in the the whole grand scheme of things. Um, but yeah, what happened was we as gamers stood up and said something, and we respectfully yep. stood up together as gamers, not as Xbox, not as Sony, just as gamers. And then the same thing with Sony. When they said, Oh, it doesn't it's not included, even though we already said it, it is included because it's out of the launch window, we as gamers stood up and said something. Okay? So when you when you look at it, you got we gotta remember we're not on either side. We are gamers. And that's how we should look at it. Uh there it's not me versus you. We should be sharing our hobbies. And then something like this is um I don't know. It's like it's like me and you. We decided we're gonna go go into uh, um, some sort of other uh, hobby, right? And you tell me one thing, but yet in the end, you the the number is actually different. But we're supposed to be friends. You know what I mean? So you you basically lied to your friend, and this is what's going on again. They're hiding the facts. And it's it's the same thing that happened in the auto industry. Um, what was it, uh, Toyota, with uh, cruise control? That you had, you know, you had a certain free software to use, but they didn't tell you until a year later when your software stopped working. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with Tesla. You know, everybody's freaking out because all of a sudden they're, they're taking away features that were part of it uh, for whatever reason, right? So this is stuff that's going on didn't change the car, right? Nothing changed. It's just software. Same thing here. The ten dollars is to activate certain software to run. That's it. There is nothing different there. And them hiding it from you is wrong because you know, like I said, they're supposed to be we're supposed to be friends, right? So why are you hiding this and charging me extra for this feature that didn't cost you much more because all you did was turn it off on the playstation 4 side you didn't do anything different it's not two different games it's not two different um ecosystems it's the same place the same business same everything and you're going to say that oh well you know we we, we got to charge you to have the rumble that makes no sense. The happy feedback yes, that, you know, that's, that's a
0: fantastic point. That's a that's a great point because you bring it b- right back to the controller. Sony led every conversation with, "Well, hold on a sec. The extra ten dollars that that that's going for the controller of the use." But we already paid for the controller, and I paid for two because I got the charger, I got the headset, I got I I I got I got you you name it. I bought it for the PlayStation Five. Now, am I part of the problem potentially? But I bought a second controller. I've already paid for that the use of that why should i continue to pay for it keep going
4: yeah so you're you're paying for something that you can't use and they've restricted you on the software you know what i mean so they they've taken away something that you paid to use right it, wasn't it hey if you if you buy this you get this haptic feedback you get this you get that you right and and they and this is why i said earlier this is ethics you know, when when you're doing something like this on the corporate side, there there's a big deal that they they push out with ethics. You know, when when it comes to that, you know, and you know, we also got to remember integrity. You know, what are they what are they doing here? It seems like I don't know they're being shady. You know, ethically, they shouldn't be doing that. They they should be called out. Um, they should be reprimanded. You know, I'm not saying that we need to go after them full force, let's do whatever. No, we need to call them out respectfully. We have to make sure that we are heard and not ignored because we're toxic, violent individuals that are crazy. No, we, we need to call them out and say, look, you know, this is what's going on. You hid this from me. You You, you basically... You you told me something, and then you hid it from me, expecting me to forget or not having any knowledge, taking advantage of me, right? So for the norms that don't know anything because they're not into this stuff, and they just want to play the game, you took advantage of them, you know, same thing. You you should have just said, look, here here it is, you get either version, and that's why when when Microsoft came out and said, you know what, Uh, it's going to auto... Know what console you're on, and you download the, the, the version you the that you're playing free. on, and it's all free. You don't have to worry about it. You, you go for that game, you can download that version. Um, there was some issues at the beginning. I haven't seen it since, but uh, probably a good couple months into launch, they had some issues because people were still playing the old consoles or, or the old versions of the software on the new console. You know, and not knowing, and then certain things were having hiccups, and people were like, what's going on? Because, you know, yet again, now the software is working better, and it's actually recognizing. Cyberpunk um, just came out, right? Yep. I loaded it up and said, hey, we have an update for you. Do you want to upgrade it? <laughs> yeah, I do. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to go in there other than start the game to say, hey, look, there's an upgrade. You. Do you want to do it or not? Yep. Okay, You know, and and this is something yet again that they should have done. They should have implemented this from the get-go, and they're not. And and I don't know if it's a, it's 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 a it's a corporate thing, obviously. You know, um, like Fuzzy said, when it when it comes to those people, those those people that are making all that money, they don't look at it in the small, simple terms. They look at it in the bigger picture of how much can I maximize my profit. That's all they look at, you know. And then they have to have other people below them that, to, to like, bring them back to reality because some of them don't live in reality. And, you know, they forget that when you say something like this, this is other issues. That's why they have lawyers. That's why they have all these people surrounding them to make sure that they keep their mouth shut and do everything right and they can get away with as much as you can. Because, you know, what what is it? Um... It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Indeed. Same, That's a great, same yeah. here.
0: Great, great point.
4: You know, they're going to keep doing it, and they're going to keep crossing that line inch by inch. They're not taking a full step. They're just doing inch by inch, and you guys just keep on letting that line. We, they've already surpassed a mile, right? Yes. Because we haven't said anything. It, they're flawless. We we haven't said anything, um, and there's been a lot of people that said, Speak with your wallet. Um, we gotta speak with more than just our wallets. We gotta speak with you know our minds properly and get it out there. Make sure that other people do not get. I'm gonna say it here, scammed, because it seems like a scam that you're gonna sit there and give it to somebody else for free, for or technically sixty dollars and give them that free upgrade. When I had to full on pay the seventy dollars because I didn't know or didn't have the knowledge that there's a option. To pay, because you said it'll be sixty with the free upgrade for next gen, but you yeah. locked me out from seeing it. You you stopped me from having that knowledge. You know, so, yeah. so some of us that know better still got conned into it because we didn't see it and, and forgot all about what was said. So that that's you know, like well, I said, I it's, mean, it's, it's you, all ethics. Yeah,
0: Listen, it, it is absolutely ethics. And uh, no, no one's saying to light your, t- your, your, your pitchforks and your torches. No, no one's suggesting that, folks. Uh, no one's suggesting that you go out and you start cursing at Jim Ryan or anybody, the PlayStation executives, because don't do that. Don't, don't be that person. But the way we're doing it is we're, we're discussing it like adults. Get out there on social media and, and let Sony know that this isn't right. And, you know, and again, listen, what Sony has done for me is uh is make me be a little bit more thought uh put a little thought into buying their games so a good friend of the show, one of the friends of the show uh asked me uh, but boom i i thought you had the collector's edition pre-order I, I i did i absolutely did i ordered it from playstation.com and, and i canceled it uh i canceled it uh two weeks ago because i had a pretty interesting conversation with kay asante who said that if we want change, if we want to be, if we actually want to see change, we have to become part of that change? And I said, absolutely. First of all, I don't need another statue. I have a ridiculous amount of them, and the collect edition was over two hundred bucks. I don't need to spend that. Uh, I, I don't need to give Sony any extra money. So what I've decided to do moving forward um, is I will buy uh, the Sony games uh, a couple of weeks after they release and get them on discount. Uh, because I'm not paying the seventy dollars, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. When Microsoft charges sixty bucks and gives me Xbox Game Pass for fifteen dollars a month, and I'm able to get my, my a ton of games, and the inherent value is unmatched, I'm, I'm not going to support that. I'm just. I'm just not going to do it. So, thanks Sony for opening my eyes to business. And uh, well, now you're going to get less money because I'm not paying you seventy bucks anymore uh, for the for for, for a game. That is, uh, you're charging me ten extra bucks for for what? what? What am I getting for the ten extra bucks? Am I getting better graphics, potentially? But Microsoft gives that for free. Uh, and, and you're gonna, wow, you're gonna, you, you, I have to pay you ten dollars to use my haptic feedback? Well, then I'm gonna give you twenty. No, the answer is I'm not going to do that anymore. So, yeah. the end. That that's the end of this conversation. But ladies and gentlemen, we we have a we have a lot to get into because we can talk Ubisoft. But, I, but I, I you know what? I, I, I'm going to talk Ubisoft on the back end because I, I do agree with Hogue. I don't think there's a, a whole mess here. There was a lot said in that interview. We are going to talk it up. But, but I, I do have to break down th- what I think to be is even bigger news. Uh, yesterday, uh, Bandai Namco uh, turned around and they tweeted something very, very suspicious and have a picture of PlayStation Sony's grounds, which is gorgeous, by the way. Their, their building setup is it's just beautiful for where the PlayStation headquarters are here in the U.S. I believe they're in California. I'm I'm not sure, uh, but it's gorgeous nonetheless. And this is what they tweeted after posting that very large picture of PlayStation Studios with uh, w- w- the main grounds. I've walked from the lands between to the PlayStation headquarters. I've wondered, I, I wonder if there's a trophy for this accomplishment. Now, obviously, what does that exactly mean? Well, in hindsight, probably nothing. But, you know, if you really want to dig into it, maybe it means something. Because we have heard that Sony and Jim Ryan said this himself, that they are no, not even close to being done with acquisitions. And Bandai Namco, well, that would be a big one for them. Uh, for a lot of reasons, and I'm going to go first to Dreadpool on this, because Dread, you and I have were having an incredible conversation, you know, in the green room. And we both agreed that from a business perspective, and Crispy, I'm going to bring you on the back end of this because you talked about this as well. The toy division that comes along with Bandai Namco is incredibly large. And if you know anything about business, and if you ever listen to any uh, uh, George Lucas, for instance, you ever heard his interview where he told he came out and said we made more money on the toys than we 10 times more on the toys than we did on the films. Folks, that's a fact. That's not even a suggestion or an opinion. Toys bring in a ridiculous amount of money. And PlayStation, well, they have some of the greatest characters ever created. You have, you know, you have your Kratos. You have your Last of Us. You know, the list goes on and on and on. And Bandai Namco, well, they have a big toy division as well as making games. And if they they were acquired by uh, Sony and Sony actually owned them, well, there wouldn't be any licensing fees in bringing these toys to a shelf near you soon enough. Uh, wh- wh- i mean what for for you knowing that the acquisition season is going to be the conversation in 2022 now we're getting rumors dread that you know this could be announced next next weeks as 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 soon as next week would you be surprised if they if they uh um added bandai namco and their incredible ip lineup to playstation studios
4: no i wouldn't be surprised but i could also see them doing the same thing sega did when they went over and visited Microsoft, you know, mm, threw out a few things out there, you know, and got everybody talking. Like, what's going on? What is this about? You know, we we you know, I know I myself was like, yes, is this going to be the one when Microsoft or Xbox buy Sega? You know, they they get the, the you know bring Sega back over to the Americas. Um, but this could be the same thing. It's just something to, to hype up something that's coming on, or it could be something to let you know what is literally happening uh the join and and to bring the toys right toys like that think about it toys are a form of marketing and you're In getting a big paid piece of for <laughs> it yeah and you're getting paid for it think about it so there there's there's a lot of possibilities here um and you know it, it could be a lot of nothing right or it could be like really interesting where we're going with this direction. Um, and and with, with everybody buying everything right now and, and and this and that, and it's certainly a seller's market, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I think, I think everybody's looking to see how they can maximize any kind of profit that they can get. And if that includes being sold off, um, that they can get a pretty penny for that they think that they're worth or a joint venture, right? Because what happened with, with uh, Sega, Yakuza series came over. There was, uh, you know, um, a lot of Game Pass talk. So maybe this is something with Spartacus, you know, something that they're trying to do and say, hey, look, you know, we're going to bring them over and here's your answer. It's It's our answer to Xbox Game Pass is Spartacus. So, and we're going to have all the Bandai Namco, we're going to have Redracer, Racer, um, next ultimate, whatever you they want to call it, re, revamp, remake, um, only on Spartacus, only on Sony, you know. So, there, there's many possibilities here, and it's exciting. Well, I need content
0: that yeah. that that is for sure. And I, I think I like what you're pitching because one of the things that we can honestly say about Sony's first party games is as great as they are, and quite frankly. This is a Horizon Forbidden West is another perfect example. It's getting incredible reviews. People are loving it. I'm going to love it because I love Aloy. I think that's my, one of my favorite new IPs. But they do take a long time, dread They do yeah. take five, sometimes even six years to achieve greatness, so to speak. And they would need some companies uh, to be able to deliver games that don't take six years to make.
4: Right? Isn't that, oh, oh wait, I, I've heard of that before. Wait. um, Oh, Game Pass. <laughs> Same difference, right? You know, because even Sony said, look, we're going to take uh, um, even longer now. So what it took us four years is going to take us five to six years to make these games. You know, so they know that they're going to keep up with that quality that they want to put out for their games. And it's going to take them that much longer because they've got more invested into that particular type of game that they're doing. So how do you run out your portfolio? You know, you get something like Bug Snacks and you throw it in there, but is that going to hold them up? No, that's where you need to get. some <laughs> I, see other games. There,
0: I see what you did there, Kondred. I see what you did there.
4: I'm just—it's all—it's all in fun and games, but still, it's, it's all it's, jokes. It is yeah. all jokes. Yes. But but reality is the fact that it's not going to hold. I mean, because I was literally thinking Band of Bugs on Xbox because that was one of the games on Game Pass, and that's how. Book snacks popped out. But still, that's that's the same scenario. They don't, you know, well, let's go back to Netflix. What did Netflix have? They had What About Bob? Right? That was their first one. They had to build up. They had to set up uh scenarios with Marvel uh so that way they can get some some sort of IPs going and and you know, now they're you know, they've lost some of their stuff, but they they're still doing business together even though they're competing with each other. So it's going out in many different facets. So whatever this Bandai Namco partnership is, if it is a buyout, that's fine. Uh, but I think it's more of a partnership, and it's, it's a nice tease to get us all riled up because what are we doing? We're talking about it. It's getting them publicity. It's getting them in the news. It's getting them uh, that the eyeballs looking at them and everybody's like talking about rumors that nobody thought of and you know you don't have to market that that's free marketing right there
0: it it absolutely is listen folks i i I don't want to derail this but uh middle-aged game guy who is one of my very good friends he just dropped something into into the dm i have to read this i have to read this (laughs) we just talked about ign And instead of calling Sony out for this BS, which we're not going to go, you know, which we're not going to go back to because we just spent almost an hour on it. Here is their headline, folks. Horizon Forbidden West on PS5 loads so fast, the devs had to make it slower so you can read the tips. When is fast too fast? Well, I'm not reading that article. So there you go. Uh, If you want to read it, go to IGN.com and, you know, know, power away. This
4: That's... is where I need a tech site to be able to see and test that load time and see if it's actually even factual, which we know it's not. But <laughs> let's see. I mean, because if... We'll see, no, somebody, no, it, oh, could, well, be. it could be. Say, yeah,
0: it could be. Yeah, it, it could be.
4: It could be. It's just it's not loading in as much information. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just because it's an open world. It's only loading what you need to see right now. And as it goes, loads up more. So it, it we don't know. I mean, there's, there's many different possibilities here. Um, they... But it sounds a little shady. Yet again, uh, where's the integrity and in, in, in all this? Where, where you know, are yeah. you lying to me again?
0: Ah, integrity, there's saying. that word. I don't know integrity. People don't don't hold it to, a, to to a high 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 account. I I certainly do. I believe you do as well. I mean, great great stuff as as always. I I think that if um Sony were to to snag Bandai Namco, I think it would be big on a multitude of levels, specifically uh you know bringing their uh their incredible uh history of 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 characters to life in the form of marketable uh toys and models and and, and things of that nature it, it, it again it would be i would be actually surprised that it would be that first and not uh, the attempt to get square enix which i i still think they're going to grab but you know we'll, we'll come back around to it, uh, but real quick, I got to catch up on some of the super chats before I bring Crispy Bomb in on the conversation. Bold Alpha Wolf Pack drops a very generous additional five dollar super chat and says, "Let's not beat around the bush. Sony trying to bring that two trillion dollar debt down by any means, and you are one hundred percent correct in saying so." Uh, S- Sith Lord, good friend of the show, he drops. Two dollars, Super Chat, and says save ten dollars isn't being cheap; it's being smart with your money, hundred percent. Anyone that says otherwise is a boob. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Splendiferous drops a very generous two dollars, Super Chat, and says that ten dollars can buy a month of Game Pass. It matters. Well, look at that; that, that makes a tremendous amount of sense. And yes, you're, you're now, now you're talking dollars and cents, Kevin S just a $2 super chat. And he says, cyberpunk 2077 is great on series X. Let me tell you, let me stop the show for a second. Cyberpunk 2077 is like crack cocaine folks, because I went to bed thinking about it. And at two o'clock in the morning, I got up and I said, should I go play cyberpunk 2077? or Should I stay sleeping? Because I have a shit ton of stuff to do, including a live show. And I, I opted because I'm an old man to go back to bed but as soon as i got up i started playing it it is i listen i'm glad i waited i'm not going to say that um, you know that oh well, how did i miss this because I, I wanted the next gen upgrade my god cyberpunk 2077 is so effing good that it's mind-boggling how good this game is i've had zero bugs i am five or six hours in and I, that's what i want to play i i even think that horizon and um, Elden Ring may, may take up, may, they may have to take the knee, folks, uh, because this game is just so freaking good. But anyway, let me continue the super chats. Psychonauts drops a very generous five-dollar super chat. Hey, Psychonauts, welcome back, brother. He says people downplay the quality of life features like QR, smart delivery, and so much more. Xbox accessibility. This generation is truly for the gamers. Indeed, that's a great point. It in fact is for the gamers. Uh, we also have um, Splinterford drops an additional. Two dollars. Super chat and says, as a gamer, you should love great games wherever they are. Indeed, that's why I own every console because, well, I'm a gamer. Uh, space Davigan drops a very generous five dollars. Super chat and says, I think Elden Ring marketing, I think is Elden, uh, Elden Ring marketing. There's a character on the, you know, uh, see, there's a character of the game on the pick. Low low key going to bed with Sony as expected from marketing at the last minute. Yeah, you know what? If they did do that, wouldn't surprise me. Um, they apparently are afraid of Sony, and they, you know, Microsoft offered them the bag, and they returned the bag, which they didn't want to piss anyone off. That's why I didn't see any marketing for either of the of the bigs. But who who's to know? We have Voidlock Spartan drops a very generous two dollars Super chat and says Sony is no longer uh longer sony is no longer power to the player no no it's power to the wallets. that is absolutely correct <laughs> crispy let's get back to uh speaking of sony um they are going to acquire a publisher there, there's i am telling you that is a fact again that's that, that is not right again it's it, it's my opinion it's not a fact yet um but it's it's only a matter of time whether that be capcom which i hope not um i whether it be bandai namco whether it be square enix uh they are going to grab somebody there there's no doubt about it. they have they want to keep up with the joneses microsoft is just wiping the floor with them when it comes to acquisitions uh what are your thoughts on this new rumor are the kids onto something with posting this you know the, you know because i've seen this retweeted a gazillion times everyone's like oh they bought them and i mean obviously it's just a rumor but there there might be something here what are your thoughts
2: Well, to be honest, this is right up Sony's alley. Um, Yeah, I'm going to use the word; it's kind of been overused, but metaverse. Okay, (laughs) how dare you? Here's here's quietly what Sony's doing because you have to really go into what they're doing. They are diversifying their portfolio, but they're also looking to take IPs and use them across all of media. And yes, action figures are a part of that medium 100 they are they are you know this this physical thing you can touch that that is a part of of that that metaverse think about it so they have vr they have gaming now they, they have games as a service with Bungie coming in yeah. okay now, now you have tv their tv's pretty good if you watch cobra kai guess what that's done by sony right. uh movies spider-man killed it Two billion, two
0: billion, and it hasn't even it hasn't even reached home video yet, dude. Like I have my copy pre ordered. I
2: I spent thirty bucks. You know, you got Uncharted coming out. Yes. Okay, dude, they are quietly doing exactly what Microsoft's talking about, except they're actually ahead of it. And if you look at Bandai Namco, guess what? As of 2017, they're the largest toy company in the world. Okay, so I don't know what the numbers are now. But I'm sure it's 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 a fight between Mattel and some of the other ones. But I mean, they create you know anime figures, stuff like that. Like they do so many things. Um, they have IPs and TV. They've had God since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? They they have done things, you know, kind of metaverse like for for decades. It feels mm-hmm. like, and and if anything, I mean, to be honest, this is a big big price to pay and i I almost feel a partnership or something along those lines because uh bandai namco is actually a pretty big company um they're up there so you know their revenue is pretty good from what i'm seeing now obviously obviously it's not in dollars but um you know generally our dollars is not worth much anymore so it, it's pretty close so it, it's one of those things where i'm like it, i could see them doing something I mean, whatever it may be, um, just to, you know, really push those, those IPs, those characters into the action figure market, um, with the movies coming out with the TV shows, all these other, like, you know, having twisted metal action figures and stuff like that. Like, and and that's the thing, like the margins for action figures and stuff like that is incredible. And, and people nowadays look at it as an investment. So they're willing to pay for it it's one of those things where you could have 200% margins on an action figure. It literally costs you a dollar to make the the action figure. And it, because it has a certain thing now it's worth more to that person and they will pay 20 to 30. I mean, we're we're talking some crazy money here. So, I mean, it's right up Sony's alley. Sony is, is quietly, uh, you know, not saying metaverse, but I'm going to tell you something right now, they look well on their way to creating it. And, and it really comes down to using those IPs, those beloved IPs, yes, and, and making them, you know, uh, viable in all markets. And um, you know, when Sony's making cars, bro, like you got to realize they are, they are putting their hands in the cookie jar. Like I said years ago, that's what they got to do, and they're starting to do it. And I'm starting to see, I see you now, Sony. I see you.
0: Yeah, they're they're they're, they're quietly skulking around in the shadows, but they're literally doing what Microsoft is doing, just at a a smaller uh pace uh but look, real quick I, I brought up jeff keely's tweet from a couple of months ago uh this came uh to, uh he tweeted this on january eighteenth, 2022 these were the market cap prices then i believe everything has gone up since ea leads the charge at 38 billion i believe they're closer to 40 now uh take two interactive 18 billion i believe they're closer to 20 now uh Nexon who I'm not even sure who they are at 15 billion Bandai Namco cuz they're in the conversation they're currently worth 15 billion dollars with a B market cap value uh and I think that Mike um um Sony could potentially want to spend because like I said I, I think what, what when you look at this this conversation that we're having it goes well beyond as as simply as getting Um, exclusive IPs to your brand like a Soul Calibur which is always and uh, has always uh, been associated especially Tekken not so much Soul Calibur when I think of Soul Calibur I think of Dreamcast because I'm an OG like that Um, but when you look at Tekken for instance uh, Tekken has always been um you know uh like a playstation uh, brand like that, that that that's how i've always associated with it and we know how much uh sony has it in, uh, has invested in esports so uh obviously they they current well they they don't we don't know what they have with when it comes to um Street Fighter is Street Fighter 6 exclusive to Sony I I I I beg to differ if it is I think Capcom is doing so well that they didn't have to make that deal with the devil that they did with Street Fighter 5 so I think Street Fighter 6 whenever that is announced will be multi-plat um but they do uh, you know obviously they do they do have Street Fighter 5 that's still a uh, eSports conversation you know you bring you Soul Calibur you bring Tekken into the conversation you you know you get uh, Bandai Namco you're, you're talking about Dragon all the Dragon Ball stuff. So, I mean, there, there, is, there is a lot more here than just getting those exclusive. But I think that the conversation that we're going to start to have regarding this potential acquisition by Sony is to be able to add games to their Game Pass-esque service, which, you know, again, it's, it's um, it, it did, I think Joe said the name of it, the official name is, in, is it in, yeah, it's, it's a PlayStation Infinity i believe that is what it's called i really don't I think the name is kind of lame to be honest with you i'd have been like very happy with the with what i thought about the greatness pass and playstation greatness pass whatever you know uh it here it is you know here or there fuzzy let's get your opinion on this uh again this is this is you know it's 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 a small rumor right we Mm -hmm. don't have any real substance other than namco uh of the of the americas tweeting that now you know walking between uh, you know, walking the grounds of Sony, do I get an achievement? I mean, could there be something mm-hmm. there potentially? But what are your thoughts on this? Uh, would Namco, uh, Bandai Namco, be a, a a good get for Sony?
3: It would definitely be a good get for Sony. I, I like what Dreadpool was hinting to before, where it's like a parallel to like the way Sega and and Xbox, you know, message back and forth on Twitter. Oh, we're at their you know place, or you know, here's you know Xbox executives drinking. Uh, you know. Milkshakes with Sonic right in the picture, or something like along those lines. So yeah, I where there's smoke, there's usually fire of some sort, and it may not be a, an all-out right, you know, acquisition because they are up there in price. And I think at least for the remainder of the year, I think Sony's kind of floating between nine and twelve billion, you know, cash that they can, you know, put towards stuff. But um, I, I would definitely uh, think of a deep-rooted partnership. For the things that you were saying, as well as what Crispy were saying, you got the toys, which no doubt about it. Sony would love for you to have a God of War statue or, you know, a uh, Aloy statue. Well, they, they already got something with Lego coming up, I think, later this month or something, as far as like the Lego Out Al- or uh, Horizon toys and things like that. But um, you, you got the toy market, which would be huge for them. Another avenue for them to have. You know, money coming in beyond movies, beyond music, beyond hardware, beyond gaming, it, w- it would definitely be a, a, a nice fit for Sony. And then overall with their upcoming Game Pass competitor, you, you need to make those partnerships. If they're too expensive to like, you know, buy outright type of deal, you know, a partnership where your games are appearing day and date or shortly thereafter, especially considering how heavy bandai namco is into the fighting scene and it seems like sony's going all in like we always talk about xbox is going into the western rpg uh realm where they're pretty much stacked sony's kind of like that when it comes to the fighting games they have the the esports aspect of it they had the the lockdown on you know street fighter 5 and it just seems like everything fighting related that isn't covered by smash or 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 uh, Nintendo with Smash Brothers in general, they're the ones really pushing the envelope as far yeah. as, you know, being the either the advertiser or having the marketing rights or something to that effect. So I could definitely see something possibly in the works. Partnership, acquisition, either one would be huge for them. And I I think there's something there. But the, yeah, it, it's kind of funny, like you were saying before. Elden Ring, Microsoft gave them the bag and they're like, No, no, we don't want it. No, no, We don't want to piss off our bag. That bag has got cooties. Get it away from me. Yeah, we don't we want to piss off Sony. Sony is like our our bread and butter. Um uh, we, we appreciate it, but th- thank you, no thank you, kind of yeah. thing. But um yeah, it it's it would be nice. Um I would like for Xbox to step in, but you know. If, if if they can't get fighting games from Bandai um, or any of the games, like Scarlet Nexus was, was pretty huge as far as having that in Game Pass. They actually came I mean, out and what's... said
0: that. They actually said that Scarlet Nexus did incredible uh, when it, when it w- was released on Xbox Game Pass. They actually said that.
3: Yeah, so it... it there is a relationship between Xbox and, and Bandai, and I I would hope that they would grow stronger over time because they need to make a little bit better presence on the Eastern market. But if you're right across the street or down the street from Sony, it it, it only makes sense. I would say that they're probably looking at that as like the ultimate partnership that they they rather rest their head at type of deal. But um, it, it it it'd be great for both parties either way you look at it. From a marketing standpoint, partnership, there's definitely a lot of money to be made either way.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I agree. Like I said, I, I you know, if, if Sony announces next week, uh, obviously, uh, Double Barrel Game is going to have you covered because we're going to be doing live streams all week long to discuss it. Uh, you know, obviously, being retired allows me the uh, the wiggle room, so to speak, to literally go from doing a food shopping to, oh, sh- I got I to gotta get over here and I got to make a thumbnail and we got to go live. So I, that that's why you get the content the way you get it. Uh, but I do want to bring this back around. We have uh, 30 minutes left of the program. We got we to talk Ubisoft uh, because obviously they had their big investors call. Um, and uh, listen, you know in the story that I pulled from uh, our good friends over at the videogameschronicle.com, uh the uh the author of the story who is Andy Robinson I've talked about him before uh he did a story regarding Ubisoft and uh he uh, the the title of the article is Ubisoft has told investors it believes it can remain independent amid the recent trend of consolidation in the gaming industries they also said going on to say that they would entertain an offer uh, as, uh you know to to, to, to be acquired uh, and uh, and and this is this isn't something that's we're going to stop talking about. I know there might be some people in the chat like, "Oh my God, when we're talking about acquisitions again?" Yeah, well, because it is the topic of the day, and we like to stay trendy on this uh, on this channel. Um, and what's interesting, folks, um, is uh, M and A activity uh, in in the game industry hit a record last year at eighty five billion dollars. Eighty five billion dollars was made across the gaming uh, versus uh, last year. And uh, what's interesting is that for 2022, it has been forecasted that uh, they're going to reach $150 billion. That is almost double. Uh, and obviously, when you look at Microsoft's big acquisition with Activision Blizzard and Take-Two buying out Zynga, which no one really talked about, like that's a that's a big move for Take-Two. And that's why Take-Two was not on the table. Move them off. EA and Take-Two? I know that you you know we we would have never thought of Activision, but Take Two literally just bought Zynga, the, the biggest mobile developer outside of King. So they're they're not selling anytime soon. EA, I don't think they're going to sell. They're just they're really just making too much money. But obviously, we have this story uh, that Ubisoft is will entertain potential offers. Now there is a lot going on at that company. Uh, they have well over twenty thousand employees across the world. Uh, they're more in the in, in the European regions than they are here in the U.S. But they they have more. If you if you wanted to know the the size and scale of Ubisoft as a company, they have more employees than Microsoft game studios, Bethesda, and now Activision Blizzard combined. Think about that for a second. Activision Blizzard. Bethesda, and Microsoft Game Studios, this one company has more employees than they do, combined, all three. So that that's, if, if, if whoever's going to buy them is going to be undertaking a ridiculous amount of people, unfortunately, something this big would cause massive layoffs. And I, I don't know if this would even get approved by the, especially by the European uh, uh, board's, I, to see that many people out of work would be terrible. Um, but we, again, it's a conversation that we're going to have for the next uh, few minutes uh, before we get on out of here. And you folks start your Fridays off on the right foot. Hopefully you enjoyed today's program so far. If you did, folks, definitely hit the like button. And real quick, I do a little self-promotion. Yesterday, I dropped my video review of the X screen for the Xbox Series S and... I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it's it's eleven and a half minutes, folks, but it took me two days. That's right, eight hours yesterday to edit the video and eight hours the day before to record all the footage. What a pain in the ass! But this is you why have, I don't
2: do a lot of videos, folks. You have better gloves than Larry Herb. I'm just I saying. do have better <laughs> gloves
0: than Larry Herb. That's right. I wore my. I wore my. I don't have them here. They're over there. I should have wore them for the show. I actually have my uh, Master Chief gauntlets, like a big old nerd, and I thought it would be fun to drop them into the video. And a lot of people did actually dig that. Um, but let's, let's, Crispy, let's get to you. Uh, Ubisoft has an immense IP lineup. I mean, I you you say what you want about Watch Dogs. I happen to really like that IP. Watch Dogs Two, absolutely favorite. Um, I love Far Cry. I love Assassin's Creed. I'm not a big Rainbow Six fan, current Rainbow Six. I'm an OG. I like I like Rainbow Six Vegas. That's I hope I would love to see them bring that back. But if someone were to purchase them, their market value, according to Jeff Keeley, was where are you? Uh, Ubisoft, $7 billion as of, of this, uh, this 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 tweet this tweet from Jeff. I believe it's gotten closer to eight billion and then when you add all the bonuses on the back end this would be a 10 billion dollar deal there's just no doubt about it um do you see anyone wanting to to, to take on this because remember they're, they're they're still in the midst of a monster scandal you know what i'm saying we keep hearing on on a weekly basis you know chain you know it's been 200 days since we you know did our foot in the ground kind of a thing and i feel bad for those employees because there's, there's been no change uh to anything at ubisoft which i i don't understand how the eu hasn't gotten involved but what what who 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 do you think is the one to step up and maybe buy ubisoft
2: uh after uh you know the smartest person in the room when it comes to this whole law talk i was like huh yeah well the one thing he said was hostile takeover yes um you know I wanted to ask him, but obviously, like the conversation was great, and I just we didn't have a chance to ask him. I wanted to ask him, did he mean about you know buying shares? So you know it's almost like uh whoever ten cent like invested like twenty percent or something so so they took twenty percent of the market cap and and they put the money in so that that's what I'm assuming he's talking about yeah, a that would
4: be takeover a, that would be it. A- yeah. But so owning more shares, they would they would. End yeah. Up yeah. Over. So,
2: I'll, you know, putting and then all of a sudden you you get to put a board member in there or something like that. So then yeah. you, you get to have the conversation about, you know, what wh- how we're going to go about this. So this is where I, I was like, you know, it, you should have seen me in the DMs. I was kind of I was being wild, but I was just throwing it out there for everybody, you know, in, in our private DM that, you know, they they could. You know, if Microsoft wanted to, you know, be invested, leave them independent, independent publisher, but be invested in them. And then they can go and say, well, you got to put your stuff on Game Pass and that's all we want from you. You know what I mean? Like we have, we have doubled your share price. You know what I'm saying? Because we bought so many, this is all we want. And we want you to change your culture and just do that. You know, and make sure you have a plan. Let's see the plan. That's it. Microsoft could be. I I'm thinking now after Hogue has talked, it could be Amazon. This is right up Amazon's alley. Yes, what it certainly is. Do. Yeah. It, it is right up their alley. Um, you know, their their games as a service model is exactly what Amazon wants. Um, even if it's the bolster prime and you get like prime gaming with it for an extra 20 dollars. What you know, about what the about prime. the
0: studio aspect of it? You know, that is they, they make their own
2: films, and, and having these IPs, man, I mean. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, I could see a Division movie, dude, or a Division TV show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about that IP. Like, you put that into a TV show, dude, I think it would be amazing because we've all experienced this type, you know, and in some way it's not the same thing. It's not as violent, but, I mean, if you really think <laughs> about it, when the Division came out, when when COVID happened, we are like, Oh shit, this is the division come
0: to life. Yes.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and people are acting crazy. Let's be honest. Okay. Like you see people, like you know, burning buildings down and stuff. Like it was wild. Like, I-, I thought I was like, man, am I watching the division? Like, just you know, people aren't dying like that, but like, damn, dude, like, what are we doing here? Um, so like that's that's where it's like, dude, like now you can get we get starting to get out of it and everything else, and people. You know they don't know about the division. They don't understand it, like especially Division One set up the story beautifully. It really did. Like the story was really good in that game.
0: You know, it's one of my favorite new IPs. But as as good as two was, my favorite is one. One was amazing.
2: Yes, one and that and and it took a lot of work for them to you know fix that game as well. But but they've had many games and they don't give up on games. And I'll give them that, man. Like Rainbow Six Siege when it when it launched, it was trash. Now it's like one of the most popular games still to this day. I mean, it is like, you know, FPS shooter, like Rainbow Six Siege. And a lot of PlayStation fans, I know, like my cousin is a huge PlayStation dude. That's, That's what he plays like the majority of the time. It's almost like Gears for me. You know what I mean? For him, it's Rainbow Six Siege. You know, they have IPs that are amazing. Assassin's Creed, they tried to make a movie. They didn't do it quite well. They could reboot it. They haven't like really pushed it out there too much. Or make a TV show. You know what I mean? Like you have these avenues now and and you know i'm thinking amazon now I, I really am because it's just you know they can handle that they don't have a lot of gaming a lot of people in the gaming space they could handle that amount of people and and i feel like amazon would actually not lay people off because they want to bolster their, their developers that they have so maybe they they place them in a different spot but i feel like they would want every single developer they have i mean obviously there'd be a few layoffs but i don't think it would be the extent that a lot of people if amazon did i mean other than that you're looking at tencent you're looking at microsoft um potentially you know if sony wanted to they could pull something out of their butt and probably <laughs> do it um but with them you know getting bungie and the talks about i think bandai namco is actually more logical for them the way yeah. they're going about it so you look at that. Um, it's. I don't see take two. I, I don't see EA touching that. It's actually probably too too expensive for their blood. Google, eh, they seem out of it. They, the only dark horse is Apple because Apple hasn't done nothing yet, really. And and, they, and they're they, supposedly
0: Apple, making a console. Remember yeah. that. Again, we don't know if it's an it's an Apple TV. Uh, plus kind of a thing but we know that they have a a gaming division but quietly they make the most money on their gaming division believe it or not because of all the the games uh, you know for mobile but uh yeah i i I could see apple dropping their hat in especially that's my dark
2: horse so it would be amazon and then apple is kind of like that 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 shady shady mf that will walk in there and be like now you're mine get over here
4: (laughs) well you didn't hear it but they're gonna shadow drop it when they release the car yeah. Oh, yeah. the <laughs> car I
0: love it that's great <laughs> well I mean listen i I, I think I think you're on to something for sure let's let's get uh uh dread pulling on the conversation dread uh thoughts and opinions on the Ubisoft situation I mean listen n- no one comes out and says hey we're we would entertain offers if there wasn't anything potentially there uh, and that and again that that came from the head of Ubisoft uh so i mean obviously they they they, they're, they would consider an offer because they, they have a multitude of problems over there and now uh, he probably wants a golden parachute he probably like, yeah you know i've made so much money and it, it obviously he's gonna make so much more it's just ridiculous um what what are your thoughts on it who who, who for you is is the big suitor for ubisoft because it's not microsoft
4: okay well the way i see it is he's seeing everybody else getting these deals of staying independent and doing this and that, right? So he's feeling a little uh, a little bit of that FOMO, you know, <laughs> going, you know what? If I don't lose what I do and I still can do what I do, but the money's coming in, hey, why not pit myself out and get a side chick to pay for everything? So this, this is the idea that I'm having. So he's throwing it out there to get everybody's attention. Now, before, let's say, what was it, uh, two, three months ago, Well, longer than that it's been dead for a while but before stadia was canceled and farmed out to or sold out to whoever would be willing to utilize that tech um i would say that they would have gone with google and and stadia you know because they had a great partnership they were doing stuff with stadia that nobody else was doing in the rest of the game market um so that would have been it but because that's that's it out now. Um, Amazon was the first one I thought of before anybody even said anything. So I'd have to agree. Amazon seems like the suitable company to to to, uh, to go after. Uh, they've got a well-established um, set of IPs that are well loved or or hated, depending on which side of the fence you sit on. Um, but even then. You know, uh, you know, Luna needs something to put in their, their portfolio. They need more more games for their Luna. So it would make sense that way. Now, reality would be they would have to do the same thing that Sammy did and reorganize and slim down and go over everything and try to figure out, you know, evaluate the company and, and, and minimize as much as they could to have expenditures going out right so you, you want to pr- bring in that income to show that you're worth more to uh, to sell off or have somebody invest in you like that right so who wouldn't want to invest in a company that's uh i don't know gaining ground and right now if you look at their their stock that it's not really doing well it's it's going downhill so uh, i can't see any other company that Right now, they're, well, for, they're too large, dude. They're, yeah, they're just it's really
0: too big of a company to for anyone just to pick it up and go. I I, I agree with you right there.
4: I th- I think they're just trying to get attention, trying to see if anybody's willing to to bite that minnow and mm-hmm. and uh, grab onto the hook. But yeah. other than that, it I don't think they're they're going anywhere. Uh, not not as of yet. Yeah, you know, who I, knows? I, I, we, I mean, we could have Tencent just come in. But you know everybody keeps talking about Tencent, but the, we gotta remember Tencent was also told to back off they're buying too much uh, um by the government you know yep. so we'll see um could it be the um who who who's the other one um fuzzy I know you know who it is well uh nexon or um no or Embracer. Uh, Embracer, yes, the Embracer Group.
0: Yeah, well, Embracer, so, they have a lot. They have uh they have well well over uh 80 uh developers uh so <laughs> far. I think it's closer to 90 to be. I think it's like 87 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're it's,
4: they're up there. So they could have the potential, but I I don't that and this is why I see Amazon having more because they have more to gain than anybody else because of their Luna. That's <laughs> kind of a well I mean, right it, for, but, for, I mean for, you gonna, know you're
0: it. right you're, you're actually onto something because it is a two-sided coin uh besides the 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 luna situation which they need content for that that's a fact again not not a, not an opinion or a suggestion they, they need to add content to that they also have a, a, a film aspect of Amazon because of prime and you can turn around and snag all of these god god tier um uh IPS to be able to put under the umbrella of hey we have a of uh, this series coming out or that series coming out it it, yeah. it would yeah it would be pretty big
4: it it could be and then and then it, they already had you know we're going to go back into the toy marketing yep you know so same same scenario there um there's there's plenty of potential i mean did we forget that master chief and um was like uh, not not the the rip off legos um Oh, a Roblox. Yeah, Ro- no, not the Roblox. The Kinetics. Oh, Rob- Mega Blocks. Mega Blocks. There you go. Yeah, Mega Blocks. Yeah. So they they've had that out there. They've I mean, heck, I bought the infinite Infinite Master Chief so I can get some card. I, I was curious on it, but I got a little action figure. I mean, so it's not just collectibles. It's it's other things. So, and they've got a huge library of stuff that they've put out for collectibles. Could you imagine? You know, more Assassin's Creed. I think there is Assassin's Creed um, f- action figures, if I recall. I, I think, think I NECA f- makes them. For, for the movies, right? It came out for the movies. Yeah, I, b- yet I believe again, NECA is the one that yeah. does
0: the uh, Assassin's Creed.
4: So, yet again, we're back to um, a little bit of everything. And um, how many times have we said it, you know? Diversify your portfolio, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. Diversify your portfolio. This is another one of those stances,
0: Indeed, I absolutely agree with you. So, Fuzzy, close out, close it, close it out, man. Well, give us your opinion <laughs> on this. Are our Dreadpool and and crispy onto something here? Could, could we see Apple jump in at the last minute? Could Amazon? Because those seem like to be the biggest ones that would uh, gain the most. Yeah. From, from this now- purchase.
3: No, I definitely think that they're onto something, and and me just being a huge Division fan and Ghost Recon, more so Wildlands than, than Breakpoint. Yeah, Breakpoint um, was
0: terrible. Wildlands was
3: amazing. <laughs> I, I would love for Xbox to be able to swoop in and save them type of thing, you know, correct their culture that they've been having issues with throughout the past 10 plus years. Um, but for me, just taking a step back, even though it would be a Tight cost because their stocks have dropped a bit they would probably be happy with a 10 to 12 million or 10 to 12 billion i should say uh buyout kind of thing considering they're roughly somewhere in like the 7 billion range right now um because their their stocks seem to keep on going down and they're they're trying to pump them back up with you know reintroducing frontline and uh x defi- xd defined or x define again but um I just get this weird feeling that Sony might be the company for them. Like we, we just heard not too long ago that Sony's looking to do 10 games as a service. Now they already have a handful of them already in the pipeline. If, like if you look at MLB, the show that can be considered a games as a service type of thing. Yes. Same thing with uh, Gran Turismo. And if we ever get factions, I mean, it's two years that they've been saying, Oh, we'll tell you more when we have more. And two years <laughs> later, still nothing. Um, you know, factions for uh, the Last of Us will probably be another one. But if you just look at their their you know most recent moves for uh, or Ubisoft's most recent moves for Assassin's Creed, they're trying to make that a more like MMO games as a service type of deal. And you already have the division. Uh, Breakpoint was trying to be a games as a service, and it didn't quite work out. But if you already have Bungie in the fold with with uh, PlayStation. I think they can kind of help each other in that regard. Yeah. And that would give you a lot of IPs. It would be easy for them to kind of bolster that, you know, 10 games as a service type of deal a little bit faster, it's basically a shortcut or a cheat code at that point. Um, but I think the big thing now is like, like uh, Chris Brown was saying, having a division movie would be huge. And they, they talked about it for a while with Jake Gyllenhaal and a few yes. others. And it's yeah. like, it died down, and it, I don't know where that was it's supposed to be now. coming
0: from. Netflix.
3: Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing that was funny before the the Division One first came out, you had like these fan made uh, shorts that were like eight or ten minutes long, they were and excellent. they were awesome. And it, yeah. It, yeah, it was on a low budget, but I mean, for something that's like before the game comes out, and they have like their own spin on like you know four different encounters, or or you know sh uh shd agents being activated that that was an awesome short flick
0: that was that was pretty good i mean even had all the gadgets
3: too yeah so if sony with what they're looking to do with uh you know bungie and and destiny and make that into a, a movie or a series or something like that i think this seems more appealing to sony because they don't really have a lot of these kind of and they're not really Western RPGs when you look at Assassin's Creed, but that's kind of the direction that they're trying to go. Kind of it, it would make it easier for them to kind of situate that in their you know current catalog. Plus, considering how successful Ghost of Tsushima was, it it did a better Assassin's Creed than Assassin's Creed to some people. I mean me, my myself, I should say. Um it would 100% help you know, do. Yeah, it would it would definitely help their current, you know. What I would say, it's not really a cookie cutter open world setup, but it, it definitely could use some freshening. And some of the stuff that we saw in, the, uh, you know, Ghost of Tsushima being applied to those would definitely be a, a step in the right direction and might bring Ubisoft back to selling 10, 12, 20 million copies of their games. Mm-hmm. As opposed to now where it's like, oh, people complain about Far Cry being Far Cry when know what the game is it's still the same fun that can be had it's just a matter of oh now people want to pick at it because its formula hasn't really you know varied same thing kind of like with watchdogs it it, it it would fit i think not that i wanted to fit i would much rather have division and some of those like you know third person and even first person shooters over at xbox but you know sony's looking to to be more like xbox in that games as a service type of aspect this would you know, fill all the, <laughs> I, I joked in our, our DMs, it was like this would, you know, fill all the holes <laughs> that they have right now. So I, I could see it. Will they have to possibly, you know, squeeze more money out of other divisions <laughs> and stuff like that to be able to swing this deal? I, I think so. I mean, $7 billion while they have about $12 billion to spend, it, it's going to be cutting it close. Unfortunately, there probably will be layoffs considering they got 20,000 employees over at Ubisoft. And some of that is duplication and, and uh, you know, just wander. I won't say wandering devs, but it seems like dev teams that are in like, you know, development hell to some extent. Like we're finally hearing more about Skull and Bones. We're finally hearing more about um between good and evil or beyond good and evil. So it's like there, there's some definitely some uh trimming of the fat that can be done with that company. Not that I want to see anyone lose their jobs, but it's it's kind of the things that ubisoft isn't willing to do themselves somebody like Sony will be able to kind of you know freshen things up i mean we've seen them pretty much close other studios or or fire executives pretty easily or or pretty quietly without much you know fanfare um i could i could totally see them trying to write the ship for ubisoft and and reaping all the benefits from it
0: well, it's 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 going to be interesting for the remainder of the year. Obviously, we are we are only uh, halfway done with February, which seems like it started yesterday, and we're already talking about the end of the month. Uh, but listen, uh, folks, thank you so much. We had over four hundred and fifty people here today. That is pretty freaking awesome. If you enjoyed today's uh, commentary from any of us, including of course Hoglaw. Give us a like, man. Let 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 us get this algorithm go- going in Double Barrel Gaming's favor, because obviously there was a story that dropped that uh, uh Amazon that Amazon um Google is specifically moving smaller content creators away from the big algorithm. Which, if that in fact is the truth, that kind of sucks because they didn't oh, take no, their thirty percent.
4: It is. I gained ten followers, and the next day I lost all ten, but they all still followed me. Oh. Well, so it, that. it is, it is definitely a hundred percent true. They are. And I'm, I, I didn't think I'd be affected. Everybody under 20 keep getting uh, pushed down. Yeah, so that's, yeah. It is, And,
0: and that's the thing that, 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 drives me crazy because they, they, uh, if you have, you, have, you ever read the, 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 the documentation about having a channel, there's a lot of uh, nonsense in there about, you know, keeping your, your content clean and safe and, and unopinionated in a negative way. And, and and that's not, in fact, what they promote. They promote negativity. If you are an a-hole, they promote your content. If you're a good guy, well, there's that. But we're not going to get into that. I want to thank everybody for the incredible turnout that we had this morning. Hopefully, you're having a nice, real, uh, enjoyable day, uh, whether it be at work, you're about to get off from work, or uh, wherever it is your time zone. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us for two hours Uh, definitely appreciate that i want to say a big thank you to all the super chats that have come in there's been a lot of them today and i think i might have missed one let me just go back into here dreadpool keeps me honest thankfully uh yeah we had john b drop one uh for two dollars so john b thank you so much for the generosity he says street fighter 6 announcement on monday sony exclusive (laughs) i i I don't know It, it would surprise me because capcom is doing so well that they don't need um, they don't need a big bag of money from uh, for, for, from Sony, uh, but Street Fighter Five. Hey, didn't know, but you guys didn't know this? The worst selling in the franchise history on the PlayStation Five, a uh, PlayStation mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I, I, I wouldn't uh, um, pay myself into a corner uh, if I was Capcom because you know traditionally Street Fighter has always been multi plat and you know there are not a lot of PlayStation Fives out there in the world, so you'd be definitely. Uh, You know, pointing yourself into a corner, but let's get to the outros and get everyone on out of here. Start first with Crispy Bomb, brother, the best voice in the business. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media, but more importantly, where you're going to be on other shows and what else you got going on.
2: Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Uh, Great conversation. Uh, Shout out to the chat. I mean, for the most part, pretty good. There's some weird stuff in there, but we won't say nothing about that. Uh, At Crispy (laughs) Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 20, Xbox Live. You can find me on Retro Renegades, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. We got the next podcast, Thursday, 8 p.m. prime time. Of course, find me back here on Brexit Boom, Friday, 10 a.m.
0: Nice, nice, excellent. And, of course, uh, Dreadpool, brother, sell your brand. Talk about breaking bread with Red. You just recorded your latest episode. You're putting together as we speak. Uh, Tell everyone where they can check that out. Subscribe to your YouTube channel. And more importantly, reach out to you on social media.
4: First and foremost um, fuzzy crispy we need to get together and we're gonna have a um, uh, oh crap I just forgot the word we're gonna ha- uh, we're gonna we're gonna stop Mr. boomstick from doing stupid things if you wake up in the middle of the night and you have the urge to play a game you say yes you play the game don't go to bed.
2: <laughs>
4: okay. The
0: old man in me would argue that I hear you.
4: So uh seriously now uh thank you everybody that showed up in the chat. Um you know thank you for keeping it uh mostly mostly civil. Uh appreciate everything. Uh you guys, uh like I said, it's awesome for you guys. But yes, breaking bread with dread. I did record one yesterday. We were live on YouTube and for some reason my laptop decided normally it, it stays on for like almost five six eight hours um it only stayed on for a half hour so we got a half hour which is why i'm editing everything right now we continued on with the audio and i'm trying to get it all pieced together hopefully by the um by the maybe saturday i'll have everything up and running so you guys can go to anchor.fm slash dreadpool and listen to it there uh i may shift it back over later on onto youtube but i'm still trying to figure that part out and doing little tricks so definitely uh check that out i appreciate it um you can find me everywhere just look up linktree.com slash dreadpool all letters all caps and it will have all the links to youtube twitter anchor everything um it's you know the anchor podcast is even on apple on uh, spotify on google Podcasts. it's it's everywhere so just check it out there appreciate it Uh, you guys time for checking it out and every Wednesday night, Gaming Beyond the Box, I'll be there at 8 o'clock. And then here with, um, with you guys at breakfast. Uh, bre- breakfast with Boom on um, 10 a.m. Oh, I almost forgot. We have Gaz from. Um, why am I drawing blanks? Game on daily. Of, game on daily. Thank you. God, we got Gaz that we're going to do an interview on February 26th. That's awesome. So, I love Gaz. So look that that, that
0: guy is hilarious. Him, the, 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 him and – The a, 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 sauce. Yeah. Yes.
4: He's, he's bringing the sauce, and we're going to let him run all the wild with this interview. So definitely uh, look forward to that one, and that will be on the Game and Beyond the Box channel. Husk nice. and myself doing the creator feature nice dude that's excellent that's
0: that's really cool looking forward to that because we love guys love what they do over at game on daily uh the source videos <laughs> they're so absurd <laughs> they're so absurd that they're they can't be missed uh but thank you uh for that brother definitely appreciate it uh crispy bomb we got you we got of course we got to get uh, uh last and no way least fuzzy belvedere you're here there and everywhere tell everyone <laughs> where well, they could check you out brother and also where can people check out your youtube channel and strike up a conversation on social media
3: I just want to thank everybody that came out today, everyone in the chat. Thank you for, you know, interacting with us and everything. And I want to definitely thank you, Mr. Boomstick, Crispy, Dreadpool. You guys are awesome. Um, it was awesome. Also awesome. Having Hogue on here earlier, always respect his, his uh, views on things and yeah, having love that love legal background. Definitely, definitely puts things in perspective and stuff like that. So it's always cool hearing how, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff works with that. Um, for those that are interested in me rambling about, you know, Forza or some of the fighting games that are out today or, or even first person shooters like Insurgency, you can find me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find my YouTube also fuzzy underscore Belvedere, mainly a few replays, a few quick clips, but we'll be doing some more content later this year. Um, and you can also find me on Saturdays on FSP at eight, uh, 6 PM Eastern time with, uh, Mav and just key. And then later that evening on the shop podcast with PTK, Blam and Pong soul. And on Mondays, I do tidbits with, uh, Mav where we usually try to go over like the, you know, weekly game releases and man, this month has been pretty much stacked and it's going to continue to be stacked with stuff throughout. So man, awesome time. Uh, Gaming is, you know, my favorite hobby, so and I'm pretty sure it's your guys' favorite hobby as well. But uh, so glad to be here, and look forward to uh, next Friday morning with you guys. Thank you.
0: Yeah, we're well, looking forward to it, obviously. Listen, I, I keep keep your eyes and ears to my Twitter account, folks. I have a Bit of a big announcement for next week. Uh, Don't want to let that cat out of the bag just yet because I'm waiting on a confirmation. Uh, But as soon as I get the confirmation from said person, I will share with the community something I'm very excited to do. Uh, but we'll be talking about that again. Just follow me on Twitter at MrBoomstickXL. I'll be making that announcement hopefully shortly, hopefully this weekend. Uh, but listen, thanks again for tuning in to, uh, to Breakfast with Boom and supporting Double Barrel Gaming. Uh, we hit 10,000, we are now cl- uh, creeping, we're getting closer to that 10.3. If you're new to the channel and you enjoyed the conversation, consider subscribing to the channel of course before you get out of here hit the like button but of course i'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me hopefully one day folks will be important to you and that's something that my pop taught us when me we with kids and he said son treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice you live by those rules and i can guarantee you, you're gonna have an awesome day so take care everyone have a great weekend and we'll see you on the next podcast